Welcome back to another podcast episode of the Circle of Knowledge podcast. I'm your host, John Kovach Jr., the founder of Champion Circle Networking Association. I am really excited to have this conversation today and to introduce to you guys some new friends of mine. I just met them. And I'm really excited to perpetuate and to disseminate the information that they have, as well as to help them go to market and share some of the stuff that they're doing all over the world. Uh, As we were playing the intro, I saw both John and Mark in the back, uh, what we call the green room, uh, dancing to the music and getting really jazzed and excited for this. So let me me read that introduction so that they can come on screen and let's just really, really dive into these people because they are amazing. Uh, I want to introduce you both to uh, John and Mark X. Cronin. They are the father and son team that founded John's Crazy Socks, a social enterprise with a mission to spread happiness. Uh, John is an entrepreneur and a special Olympic athlete who just happens to have Down syndrome. And I'm really, really pumped to get more into more of their story because, guys, as we talk more with these guys, you know, John's Crazy Socks was inspired by John Lee Cronin, a young man with Down syndrome, and his love for colorful and fun awesome, crazy socks, what he calls his crazy socks. And he and his father, Mark Cronin, started the company as a social enterprise with a mission of spreading happiness. They do this by offering socks people can love that allows an expression of one's true self. More than half their employees have a differing ability. Their giving back program has raised over $475,000 for charity partners like the Special Olympics, uh, the National Down Syndrome Society, and the Autism Society of America. Um, These guys are impressive and impactful, and I can't wait to get more into their story. John and Mark, thank you for joining me on the Circle of Knowledge podcast. I am super excited. How are you doing today, John? Wow. Thank you, John. Thank you for for, for being here. Um, Wow, this is a great intro. We love it. This is great. Love the energy, John. Love it. Good. I, I'm excited. Oh, two Johns I got to deal with. Yeah, and uh, uh, later, and uh, I'm going to mention about that. You're going to mention about that? Okay. All, All right. 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 <laughs> it's so great to have you guys here. I'm excited to dive into your story. John's Crazy Socks came to be, and I want to interview you a little bit, but I want to give you a chance to talk about the story. How did John's Crazy Socks become a company? How did you guys start this, and what's the story behind that? Well, you know, thanks for asking, John, because you're right. You know, origin stories matter. That's what gives us our DNA. And we know a lot of your listeners, they're starting their business and and it's always good to know where that comes from. And, and first, let me start by telling you a bit about my partner, John. Yes, sir. So you are an entrepreneur. Yes, I am. Now you're a sock tycoon. Yes. Um, you are a public speaker. Yes, I am. You raise and donate money. You're a philanthropist. Yes. You're a dancer. Yes. <laughs> no way. You're an actor. Yes, I am. Uh, you're a good friend. Yes, I am. You got a girlfriend, so that makes you a boyfriend. A boyfriend, yes. And in addition to all that, you have Down syndrome. Yes, I am. I have Down syndrome. Down syndrome never hold me back. And and this is important, John, because yes, this John has Down syndrome, but that doesn't define him. He is all these other things. So our story, and, and this is relevant to how and why we get started. 
we've been in business now a little over five years. So you have to go back to the fall of 2016. How long, Captain? I we, and the story starts, right, in a small log cabin in the woods. No. No. It starts on suburban Long Island outside New York City. And where were you, pal? I, I was at a Huntington High School. That's going to be my last year of school. And John was like everybody else, trying to figure out, what do I do when I'm done with school? Right. And what were you looking at? I like a job program in school. I don't like the option I don't like. He didn't see any options, couldn't find meaningful work. And unfortunately, that's too much of a reality for people with differing abilities. The numbers will tell you that the unemployment rate for someone with a disability in the U.S. is double the national average. But that doesn't tell the real story. Fewer than one in five people with a disability are employed. Wow. It's an awful situation. But this John here, he is a natural entrepreneur. Yes, I am. If you didn't see a job you wanted, what were you going to do? I want to create one. I want to make one. And what did you tell me? I said, I want to go into business with my dad and nice father and son together. So, so John, I don't know if, about you, but I'm a lucky man. I've got three sons. Yes, you are. And this is one I can work with. So, <laughs> but, you know, you work a lot with entrepreneurs, so you know entrepreneurs all have a lot of ideas. And some of them are even good ideas. So we had to come up with an idea. What type of business would we run? Right. What was one of your suggestions? Well, them is a food truck. I have an idea from the movie Chef and mm. John Farrow, um, the movie about a father and son fighting a food truck. Wow. And this seemed like a fun idea, right? We were thinking, what could we make? Where would we put it? Uh, but we, we ran into a problem. We can't cook. Yeah. We <laughs> but then... Right before the U.S. Thanksgiving, you know, in late November, John had his eureka moment. I did. I want to sell crazy socks. Why mm. socks? It's fun. It's colorful. It's creative. I'll always let me be me. Wow. John wore these crazy socks his whole life. We used to drive around looking for them. So we figured this. If John loved them that much, Surely other people would too, and right. we could find our tribe. So now we have the idea, and you work with a lot of businesses, you help a lot of folks. Traditionally, what people do at that point is they stop everything to prepare that detailed business plan. Uh, that's not what we did. We went the lean startup route. We said, let's just get something up and running, and the customers will tell us whether or not this is a good idea. So we built a website. We built I, it on the Shopify platform. I, I come out with a name. I come website. I come out ideas. You had the name. Uh, we got a little inventory. We're bootstrapping. So you got to make do with what you have. The only marketing we did was to set up a Facebook page. And I would take out my cell phone. Um, and we made videos. Cool. And who do, you, who do you think was in those videos? I am. I'm talking about socks. Socks, socks, more socks. And we noticed something. People started sharing those videos. 
What day did we open? We opened on a Friday, December 9th, 2016. We didn't know what to expect, John. But we were very fortunate. That first day, we got what felt like a flood of orders. We got 42 orders. And most of them were local, which made sense, right? That's where people knew us. So what did we decide to do with those orders? I decided to do a whole different We get a rip out like this. Wow. And I put a sock in, in, in the, the box. I, I, I need something else to be in it. I put a digging number I, I wrote. I, I, I got candy. I get Hershey kisses. Right. We got bags of Hershey's bag. kisses and poured them in the box. Yep. Loaded up the car and drove around. And you knocked on doors delivering socks. You didn't. How did the customers respond? Customers loved it. They took a picture and shared on social media mm. a word I guess a spread. We had customers ordering again just to get John to come back to their house. Um, and there was some nights we're out at 10 o'clock at night and John's knocking on doors saying, you know, just John with your socks. Don't shoot. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it's, uh, but... There is something there that we can, you know, share with with your audience, right? Of we have an aesthetic that still runs through today. Ready, fire, aim. Don't overthink things. Take action, and you're going to learn by doing. So, simply by taking that approach, we learned a few things, right? Right. One. One people want to buy socks. Two. People want to buy socks from me. They wanted to buy from John. They related to John. Yes. They love the personal touch, the thank you notes, the candy. Uh, they liked the fact we had already pledged five percent of our earnings to the Special Olympics, and and something that surprised us and kind of caught us off guard. We we got very emotional responses from people who had a family member who had Down syndrome or autism. Yeah. Um, and then, you know, like I say, you learn by doing. I had never worked in retail before. I had never uh, run a warehouse before, even though at that point we didn't really have a warehouse. But you learn by doing. So we learned that this young man. Yeah, this is old man. And this old man. <laughs> no socks. Yes. So, you know, that's how we got up and going. I, I love this. I love the story. And I want you to know you guys are already – just making an influence over my yeah. listeners. I've got a friend here named Josh Berglund, an amazing coach and consultant here in the United States. And yeah. he's commenting live. I love this so much. And by the way, we are live on YouTube, LinkedIn, Twitter, Facebook, all of the private Facebook channels that I operate to. And you're also oh, live on TikTok today. We better be on our best behavior then, pal. Okay. <laughs> okay, Dad. Dad, you're listen, man. <laughs> Also, blessings to all of you is being said in the live chat today. But man, thank you for telling me the background, and I am so impressed. What a what a fascinating uh, experience! Now, everybody knows that it's not easy to run a business. It can be very simple, but it's not easy. Have there been some trials and maybe some challenges in starting or getting the business running, other than you know having to go knock doors? What what's been some of the biggest struggles that you've overcome while building the business? Well, let's put this in a little perspective. We're, we're now a little more than five years old. We went from uh, 
a point where all of the socks we had, we could put on one table. How many different socks do we have now? Uh, uh, we, ha we have 4,000 different kinds of socks. 4,000, wow. which means John owns the world's largest sock store. Uh, and, you know, another perspective, we've now shipped over 375,000 packages to 88 different countries. But if we get an order between our office and our home, what are you doing? I, I, I did your home, home deliveries. So I tell you that. You asked the question, did we face challenges? If you're going to own a business, it is not a question of will things go wrong. It is only a question of when will they go wrong. Mm -hmm. And some of them are relatively simple and some of them are big. So I'll give you some simple ones. We already told you that we opened on Friday, December 9th. What time were we going to open? We're going to open at 10 in the morning. But what, 10 in the morning, what happened? Our website crashed. This is all my dad. The website crashed because the webmaster, and that was me, screwed something up in the code. So we opened up in the afternoon. And then we had very limited inventory. We didn't know what to expect. We didn't have a lot of funds. We sold so many things the first two days that we were running out. So we needed to have something to sell. We drove to every Kmart in Suffolk County and bought all the socks they had just so we would have something to sell. Or you come along, you know, little things like, uh, we told you we put Hershey's Kisses in the packages, and we do that. To this day, we put candy in every package. But And, and everybody loved the Hershey's Kisses yeah, until I, we got the email. Yeah, I, I, we got the email from the woman down, down south. Down in Florida and, saying, down Florida. you can't be sending chocolate through the mail to yeah. the south because it's melting. Um, but then we had bigger issues. Hmm. Our first two years we grew and really scaled the business um, through a combination of design, but also good fortune of some viral events and some extensive media coverage. Um, but you can't count on all that. Mm -hmm. So our third year, we knew things would come down. Our first two years, we had big numbers and we made profits. Though by the end of the second year, we still had no money. And I asked my accountant, how come, you know, on paper we've made money and I've got nothing in the bank? I said, Mark, let's take a walk into your warehouse. There it is. It's all your inventory. And so we were undercapitalized. And that hurt us. You know, it, it'll sound counterintuitive to people, but rapid growth is very expensive. Um, so we really struggled in our third year. Um, and I know there are business owners out there that can relate to this. We're running out of money. We're out of money. I'm borrowing just to pay payroll. Um, and by the end of the year, you know, we thought we'd come back at the holiday season. We didn't have money. We didn't have the ability to buy inventory. So by the end of the year, we had let everybody go. And for all intents and purposes, we were bankrupt. I remember talking to a bankruptcy law firm mm. telling me, well, you know, you clearly have to declare bankruptcy, uh, but our fee, you have to pay it up front and it's $50,000. I'm like, guys, 
if I had $50,000, I wouldn't be talking to you. Um, the good news is after kissing a lot of toads and listening to people make, you know, offer to buy or invest and it was awful, you know, we didn't want to sell the business. We found a strategic partner um, who shares our, our values, who was committed to what we're doing. It's a third generation family business that manufactures socks for department stores and brand names. Um, so that's really helped us a lot. So when you, you look at the challenges and problems, you get little things like a problem with the website um, and you get bigger things like finances. Yeah. You're always, always going to run into challenges. You know, consider this. Who planned for a pandemic? Right. And yet, to kind of paraphrase the movie, there's no crying in business. Mm -mm. It's it's a matter of, okay, how are we going to figure this out? How are we going to move forward? Man, I love these examples, and I, th I appreciate that. I know my listeners are going to appreciate it too because uh, no matter what stage of business uh, – there are always going to be challenges, but sometimes the littlest thing can lead to the biggest thing. And that's, um, I'm, I'm so proud of both of you for the steps you took to overcome that challenge. And, and now look, you're thriving. You're, you're finding opportunities to, to support uh, organizations. You're all over the world. People can order socks. I've got a few sock questions for you, but I want to give you guys an opportunity to uh, talk more about, you know, what nuggets of knowledge we can share with my audience. But before that, I want to ask John, John, out of all the thousands of crazy socks designs, what are your favorite crazy socks? My favorite sock is a Dynatrum Superhero Socks. I did a, a one of my designs. Oh, I'll show it. Go ahead. You talk about I, it. I did a one of my designs. And I'm going to show you up. I, I just look like I, I look closely. I, I, I am a superhero. Um, <laughs> those, are, those are my favorite, favorite socks. So you wear different socks every day, right? Every day. Because when you're a sock tycoon, people are always asking, what are you right, wearing? Right. And I, 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 I can't tell people. Go ahead. Every, every, every weekend. Only on the weekend, on the Saturday and Sunday. When you're off from work. I want to work. <laughs> I'm wearing a poop emoji socks. Poop emoji socks. Because <laughs> you could take the boy out of right. junior high, but you can't take the junior high out of the boy. <laughs> oh, I have so many socks now that I want to order. I also love superhero socks. I'll tell you this, John. Yes. When I speak on stages all around the world, because I'm a motivational speaker, I wear socks that have superheroes on them because I want yeah. to feel super that day when I give speeches. Now I know exactly where I'm going to go to get my new superhero socks. So thank you. I also really love, and it's a kind of a, it's kind of a geeky thing, but I love dinosaurs. Do you have any socks that have oh, dinosaurs yeah. on them? Yeah, I do. I do have a, a dinosaur. Up. I a happy you exist. Well, happy you exist. Exist socks. We have lots of dinosaurs. A lot. In fact, we were looking at new designs yesterday for new dinosaurs. <laughs> um, that's uh, 
one of the things that you'll find in many businesses is you'll see the 80-20 rule apply, yeah. where 20% of your products account for 80% of your revenue. That's not what we have. We have the long trail, and that's why we have so many offerings, because people want to personalize it. Right. You want dinosaur socks, but maybe you also want uh, socks that deal with uh, food. So we have foodie socks and foodie. Um, pet rescue socks. And, you know, you got to you can't just say here's one pair for everybody. Mm-hmm. You've got to have socks that each person can find and relate to. I I love that. And I agree with that. And I want to thank you, John and Mark, because. You know, as a as a man who used to work in the corporate world and now owns several of his own businesses, it's really important for a, a man to not only look good when they're doing their stuff, but also women too, as they're taking the time to look good and, and to feel good, something that's going to make yeah. them feel good and perform well at whatever business or whatever job they're at. It's great to have confidence in your socks. And not yeah. only do the socks have to be crazy awesome and make you feel good, but I bet your socks are extremely comfortable. They are. Listen, we we can talk about, you, you mentioned before, we have a social enterprise. And, and what's our mission? A spreading happiness. Spreading happiness. We have a social enterprise. So we have both a social purpose and a business purpose. And they feed off of each other. So we can talk about hiring and uh, people with different abilities and showing what they can do and are giving back. But at its core, we have to run a great sock business. Yeah, We sell you know, direct-to-consumers. So we have to have a great website. We have to have great selection. That's why we have the 4,000. Exactly. Sales. We have to have great products. We have over 29,000 five-star reviews. 96% of the reviews we get are five-star reviews. And we have to have great service. We do same-day shipping. An order comes in today. It's going out today. We do better shipping than Amazon. But that guy over on Amazon, Jeff Bezos, he's not putting a thank you note in candy. <laughs> yeah, back. No. But you got to, you know, so when you ask, you know, are they good socks? You got to have them. But at the end of the day, we're not really a sock store. The socks become the physical manifestation for the story and the mission. And what we hear from customers all the time, and it's so wonderful, is when I'm putting your socks on, they make me feel so good. They make me happy. They give me energy because you know it gets into with we're working with our customers. We're not just looking for transactions. We're building connections. We're building relationships. So when you know if you buy from us, John, when you get an order of socks from us, yeah. Yes, you're going to get great socks. You're getting socks you can't get anywhere else. But you also help us employ people with different abilities. More than half of our workforce has a different ability. You help us give back. Right? That number you mentioned, 475, is now over $500,000. Most of all, you help us spread happiness. So you become part of that. Each of our customers becomes a philanthropist and an advocate. Of course you feel good. 
Man, I, I, I thank you for sharing that. And I am, I'm really excited to dive into more of the concept of, of, of employing people with different, differing abilities and talking more about that. But congratulations and what an awesome success. I now have my new favorite sock company and I know exactly where I'm going for all my future speeches. And uh, I can't wait to share this with everyone I know, because this is just, this is an incredible story that both of you have. Now I'm, I'm really touched by just what you guys are doing and how you're helping other people. And uh, let me ask you, John and Mark, do you guys like pizza? Uh, yeah, I, lo I love pizza. What's your favorite type of pizza? Oh, I, I do a type of pizza I really like. Like, I, 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 I like chicken pizza. Like, I like uh, different toppings, like different kinds. Like, uh, barbecue ones. Barbecue chicken, huh? Barbecue chicken, something. Right. You know, we're in New York and New Yorkers sometimes get, you know, we, we, we get uppity about our. <laughs> I was going to say, you guys have a very particular taste, but you know what? I've had New York pizza. It is some of the best in the world, if not the best. And I'll tell you something. I was driving on the freeway one day. Yeah. And I passed a, I passed a company, which you may or may not like, but they're called Mod Pizza. Mod Pizza is a, a company oh. based on the West Coast and they build pizzas for you. And it's not New York style, but they've got good toppings. And the Mod Pizza motto, their mission is we make pizzas to serve people. And your mission is we aren't a sock company. We are spreading happiness. And I say that the top companies in the world get it. And you guys are one of those top companies that say, you know what? Yeah, we have crazy awesome socks, but we're doing this to make people happy and we are spreading yeah. happiness. And that is a mission worth telling. That is something that people need to know. So I appreciate that. And I'm, I'm, I'm really grateful. And what a great example to my listeners who are building these businesses. A lot of entrepreneurs go into business because they're like, I need to make money and I have this goal or I have this passion. And then they get into the business and they deal with the finances and all that stuff. But They've got to create a mission. And I love that you guys created that mission. And I have to ask you, why was happiness your choice to create the mission of happiness? Well, it was really driven by John. It was his inspiration. And what do you say happiness is all about? It's uh, all about gratitude and two for others. So we built a business on gratitude and two for others. Um, but I, I agree wholeheartedly with you, John. You have to know who you are and what you're about. And there's got to be some purpose that's greater than ourselves. And it can't just be we want to make money. And don't get me wrong. We want to make money. It turns out we like to live indoors. You know, you got to pay for that. And we are a for-profit. If we're not making money, then everything else closes down. Um, but there's got to be some larger purpose and that will make you more sustainable. It will give you the ability to adapt if a pandemic comes along. Yeah. Um, so uh, we're very, that's very important to us. Yeah. Know your mission, know your values. We, we've built our business on five pillars and, and I could walk through those with you. But what has to happen, you got to believe, you got to have that conviction so that 
that mission, that purpose is made manifest in everything you do. It's, it affects, you know, for us, it's not just words on a wall. We have the words on the wall. We have a big neon sign when you walk in the place. It drives our strategy. It drives the decisions we make on how we answer the phone, on the colors of the walls that we paint in our office. It it all comes back to that. Are, are we living up to what we say matters? Hmm. Right? And then when you're doing that, the petty stuff all falls away. Yeah. Um, you're not in, we're not in competition with others. Oh, we know others that sell socks and, and what they're doing. And we're aware of that. But in the end, we have to live up to our purpose and mission. I, I think that's an important principle to share with you guys. And speaking of values, I know that your time is valuable. So I want to ask you just a couple more quick questions. I want to get into a little bit of the nuggets of knowledge that you want to share with my, my listeners and uh, um, what action steps you would challenge my listeners to take in their entrepreneurial journey. And then let's talk about how they can go and grab some amazing, awesome socks and learn more about you guys and get involved in some of the projects that you're working on. But I, I really appreciate the both of you in this awesome conversation. And uh, I, I know that values are, are just part of the process to create uh, happiness and joy for other people because your mission is going to influence other people's missions. So uh, my, my question to you is, is uh, uh, what is a nugget of knowledge that you think the world needs to know? Something that, that anybody can teach or anyone can learn and also apply in their lives today. Well, for me, I'll, I'll go first. Okay? Go it's know who you are, know what the values you have are. And then you have to have the conviction of those. And that will drive through everything you do. So if you will, let me use an example. Of One of our five pillars is to make it personal. Any way we can to connect with our customers at a personal level. What I mean by having conviction about that is then you always have to look for every opportunity. So yes, every package to this day gets a handwritten thank you note from John and candy as a way of saying thank you to our customers. But here are some other examples in which it carries out. So we do our own fulfillment. We run our own pick and pack warehouse. And one day, one of our happiness packers comes to us and says, hey guys, you know, we sell socks for diabetics, right? These high compression socks. And we're sending them candy. What's wrong with that picture? Mm. And so now we have a supply of sugar-free candy that we send to our customers. Wow. Um, here's another way. Um, we have our happiness creators. They're the folks that respond to customer communications. So we don't, they, if it's a phone call, they have no scripts. We don't make up scripts. We don't time phone calls because what we're looking for is to make a connection, have a human conversation and help the people that call or email your, you know, your listeners, if they own a business, they know your email list is incredibly important. You own that list. And your customers are trusting you when they give you their email. 
So how do you use it? Well, our thing, we want to make it personal. How do you connect with people? So here's a little inside thing. You'll know this. Every time we send out an email, we get a little blip in sales. So it's very tempting to send out a lot of emails. And so there are some companies, I get four emails a day from them. Nobody wants four emails a day. Nope. (laughs) So, you know, so that's one where you're looking to make that connection and establish a relationship for the long haul, not just an immediate transaction. So for our campaigns, we send out two emails a week. One will probably be around some event or product that we have. But the other one that goes out every Friday is an email from? From me. It's just an email from John with an update of what he's doing. We're not selling anything. We're not promoting anything. And what happens? Well, you measure, you know, one of your metrics is measure open rates. We have a 43% open rate for our emails, which is really, really high. If you're doing 20%, you're doing great. Why? Because we're engaging with customers. Mm-hmm. We're, not just, we're not viewing them simply as a transaction and somebody that's going to give us money. And that becomes sustainable in the long run. So I hope that's enough of a, you know, you have to start with the belief and you got to have the conviction. And then it becomes manifest in everything you do. But I know you have advice for people. I do. Follow your, follow your heart. Follow your dreams. Walk hard. So you can do. Brilliant. Brilliant. And I love it. Thank you so much for sharing those principles. And I think that those are applicable principles that my listeners can take immediate action on. I want to point my listeners towards you guys and I want them to go check out your crazy socks and I want them to learn as much as they can. So you guys need to go and learn more and follow John and Mark X Cronin with John's crazy socks at www.johns crazysocks.com. And you guys were very, very generous. And thank you for sending my listeners a discount code, which gets them 10% off their socks purchases. Uh, Use the code circle 22 at the website, johnscrazysocks.com, and you'll get a 10% discount off your purchase of your awesome crazy socks. Now, I'm going to purchase a couple pairs today, and I'm going to show them off in my next podcast episode, and I'm going to make Uh, sure people know about this stuff. Thank you very much. Thank you, Well, And it's like we said before, when you're buying those socks, you help us employ people with different abilities. We've We've been very fortunate. We've created 34 jobs. 22 of those are held by people with different abilities. You help us give back. I'm on the giving back. John here has now donated over $100,000 to the Special Olympics. Wow. It's more than any Special Olympic athlete has ever done. But mostly you're going to help us spread happiness. And and people can also connect with us on our social media platforms, you know, particularly Facebook, Instagram. And I, we love doing I TikTok, yes. Yeah, TikTok. We, we have a couple of special things. One... Uh, we now have a podcast, the Spreading Happiness Podcast with John and Mark, 30 minutes a week of just us bantering, bringing people up to date, telling some jokes. Yep. You bring people up to date on your love life. Yes. <laughs> uh, but it's designed to make people smile and feel good. Give you 30 minutes of pleasure a week. Um, and we can also invite people. What do you do every Tuesday afternoon? I w- 
hit every Tuesday I host a dance a dance party every Tuesday, three p.m. Uh, Eastern time. An online dance party. Come join a Zoom dance party with John. You'll get a hundred people dancing on Zoom. Just right. Our mission is to spread happiness during a pandemic. People are isolated. Come on together. Let's go dance. Wow. I, I love it. I can't wait to jump on one of those. And thank you so much. And uh, obviously, guys, go and follow John's Crazy Socks on social media. I know they're on Facebook. They're on Instagram. They're on, I think you're on TikTok, Twitter, LinkedIn, yeah. and so oh, much yeah. more. I'm really, really excited about all that. And uh, uh, I want to add on one more question. John, what sports do you play? I play basketball, track and field, uh, soccer, and snowshoe. Wow. And do you do all of those at the Olympics? Yes. Because awesome. well, back right now, you're at the height of the season. So Monday nights, what do you do? Monday night, I do basketball. Tuesday? Monday night, I, I do track and field. Uh, Saturday, it's tomorrow. I uh, soccer. Soccer. Um, we, are, we will tell you, without the Special Olympics, there'd be no John's Crazy Socks. Wow. You know, you learn so much. Teamwork. I, I teamwork, discipline, sports, sportsmanship, and and um, uh, how to be coached, uh, how to be trained. Here, here's something for entrepreneurs. I think you learn this in all sports, but John's learned it through Special Olympics. You learn how to lose. Right. You learn how to fail and get back up and keep going. Absolutely. Right? Because somebody once explained this to me. You know, if, if you're in business, um, it's like being a champion in boxing. Yeah. The champ is the one who keeps answering the bell. Yes. You keep getting up. I I love that. I run a organization that's based off Olympic athletes, Olympic mindset people, people who are champions. And uh, I believe in that so much. So thank you, John. Thank you, Mark, for everything you shared with my audience today. I, I'm so excited to send more people to John's Crazy Socks. I can't wait to connect with you more. I'll let you know in the future about future speaking engagements too, because you're a great speaker, John and Mark. And I also just really, really appreciate the sincerity and the life values. And also, you accomplished your mission today. You brought a smile to not only my face, but you brought a smile and happiness to many of my listeners. And I want to appreciate and pour into you. And thank you for doing that today. And it's as awesome as crazy cool socks and a mission to make people happy that you're achieving on a daily basis. And I think if you do that every single day, you're really, really making your mark in this world. So thank you so much for everything. Thank you, John. Thank you, John. Thank you for inviting us on. We really appreciate that. Absolutely. And this has been another awesome episode of the Circle of Knowledge podcast. If you're listening to this on the replay or the audio version, we invite you to go to all of those links in the show notes that will direct you over to John's Crazy Socks, where you can pick out his favorites and your favorites. And you know what? <clears throat> Just grab a couple pairs in advance for everyone for Christmas and their birthdays and the upcoming parties, because you're going to love sending them these really cool socks. With that being said, everybody, you are are every, you have everything you need within you now. It's time to take immediate action with the knowledge you've received today from John and Mark Cronin. I want to say thank you guys. Take care and thank you for joining us on the Circle of Knowledge podcast. Yeah.